Moochow. The ghetto. Maddo. Hey guys, welcome back to the Sassy and Safe podcast with your three favorite girls, Teresa, Kosi, and Esther. Three women, different walks of life with one goal, please God. Bringing you conversations where kingdom meets culture. Are they ready? They're not ready. Um, what do you think about men that are intimidated by their girl? This one's a great one. Yeah. Because I think that the three of us are powerful women. Like, I don't think that the three of us can just marry any regular degular. Like, yeah. we, we, you know, it definitely can't be an insecure guy. Like, some women can marry insecure men and they're able to hold I it can. down. And I, and I salute those women. Mm-hmm. But I am too, uh, too much of everything. I don't even know what to say. Like, I'm too ambitious and I'm too passionate and I'm too loud and I'm too blah, blah, blah to marry a guy that I remember I used to, I was dating somebody and I, I would like just laugh over, like I'd be thinking and just laugh and he'd be like, why are you laughing at me? Oh, oh, I ran eh? the way I ran, the way I carried my two legs and I ran out of the relationship because what? I'm marrying me laughing. You feel like I'm laughing at you, bro. I don't mean, I don't have it. I don't have what it takes to marry to be with an insecure guy. So you, yeah. you, you, yeah. So that, this is it's a very good question. It's a great question. How, do you, uh, yeah. How are you guys even na- actually navigating that as single woman? Cause I know that it's, it's tough in the streets. It's super tough. It um, I think, and I think that's why I always say, I don't think that I think some people, and it sounds, you know, okay, hold on. Let me go on my little spiel really quickly here. Set up for this one. This is why I say that, um, some people have the luxury of marrying anybody, but some people actually can't. When <laughs> to the to the topic of is there such thing as the one? Does God pick for you? Does God choose for you? I think that some people really do have the luxury of marrying anybody. It's fine, but some people cannot. Don't. Yeah. And the people that do not are the people that, in my opinion, and not to put titles or better than you stuff thing, but the people that are called because. A lot of these people that are preaching to us are actually not called, <laughs> but um, the people that are really called to ministry, whether it's marketplace or ministry, but like if you're in the five folds, you don't have the luxury of marrying anybody. That is my opinion. What mm. does it mean to be in the five folds? It means that you are called of God <laughs> to um, do the work of God in the fivefold ministry, which are the different roles and unify the body blah 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 you know the scripture why do i say that i say that because when you are a lot which we've agreed the three of us are when you are a lot you're not just a lot because you're a lot okay no i'm trying to pick my words right some people are just like naturally a lot like extra Mm -hmm. but it's like airy right but there's some people that are a lot of like we three when we say we're a lot it's because we're a lot of women there's some men that are a lot of men and it's just because you are just a lot in all areas be it in ministry be it in career be it like everything that you do like there's a lot it's an event yeah yeah (laughs) because you're just marked and 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 the thing about I've been studying the fivefold a lot recently because, again, a lot of these people that claim to be in the fivefold are not. They just have 
graces and giftings and they think they walk in the office not true but hey combo for another day but it's like i heard someone describe it as this the, the fivefold ministry is like a government and in ottawa there's the government and and there's certain people that work in the government and there's certain people that don't and just because you don't work in the government doesn't mean you're you're any less of a person but if you work in the government and the high official place of the government then you, you just are there. Or I, I like to use like the royal family better. There's some people that are just born into the royal family to just end up there. It doesn't mean that they're better that people that better than people that are not in the royal family, but they are in the royal family. So they mm-hmm. just they make the decisions, they do what the royal family does. Any person that's just off the street like Meghan Markle is still as as equal to a person that's hairy, but she mm-hmm. just wasn't born in the royal family. And that's mm-hmm. what the fivefold is. Like some people were just chosen to be in it. Some people were not. It's okay. Now the people that are, they don't really have the luxury of just being with anybody because they need oil carriers. Women like us, we need oil carriers. And that's what Kosi was saying. She's so ambitious. She's so driven. She's so career-oriented. She's so a lot of women that she needs someone that can help carry the oil. Everything that you want to do, Kosi, you have your business and everything. If not for your husband who can help you carry the oil that's on your life to do all those things, would you be able to do it? No. Bruv. No. The man that wasn't an oil carrier that couldn't carry your oil, then sorry, <laughs> you will not be doing what you're about to do. <laughs> so that is when it, when it comes to men that are intimidated by their woman, I feel like it all goes back to, as I always say, the number one thing in life is knowing who you are. If you know who you are, you know what you need. If you're a woman that is ambitious, if you're a woman that is, is, is in the five-fold ministry, if you're a powerful woman, if you're a woman that is a lot of a woman, you need an oil carrier. You need someone that will help you carry the oil. That doesn't mean they have to be less than. Like I said, just because yeah. somebody's in the royal family and not in the royal family doesn't mean anybody is less than. But it just means somebody that will help you to carry that oil, to carry what is put on you, to carry, because it's heavy. Like any woman that is a visionary knows that it's heavy. You sat Mm -hmm. down and you had this vision for what you want to do, but it's heavy. You could not do it by yourself or else you would have done it how many years ago? Exactly. It's heavy. So you need someone that can carry the oil on your life with you, help you to fulfill that vision. If a man cannot do that and he's intimidated, just go. But it comes back to knowing who you are, what you carry and what you need. That's what I think. So for me navigating it now, I'm looking, not I'm looking for, but like that's one of the number one things I want. Okay, so navigating now relationships. Um, first of all, character is the number one important thing on my list because we fall for the charisma a lot of times and the Mm-hmm. anointing and the spirituality and the uh, but like character like yeah yeah so but the two things that I look for is character and capacity so character how's your character do I like you what's the quality of your character like how you act and then the capacity would be that part of do you have the capacity to handle what has been put on me because I'm already kind of sassy and saved 
mm-hmm. in my singlehood. So yes. I'm not going to marry you to not do sexy and say, obviously we're going to be chasing to mm-hmm. 10,000. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Dollar and delivered. Is this is my <laughs> Go from sassy and safe to dull and delivered. Like, like, think about it. If this is my ceiling in, in singlehood, that has to be my floor in marriage. So if you don't have exactly. the capacity... That's exactly. good. If you don't have the capacity Ooh, to carry the oil for that, don't look at me. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. It's not yeah. going to work. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my... That's how I'm navigating. Character and capacity. Over to you, Esther. That's interesting. I was having a conversation yesterday with one of my guy friends who got married. And obviously, everybody who gets married or engaged, they just want to hook you up with someone to tell you they have problems. So, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, but we were just talking and he was asking me, like, oh, how's the dating life going, whatever, whatever. And then the first question he asked, I was like, I don't have any, I don't have time for that. And then he was like, oh, don't you think that you're a little too hard? Like, don't you think that you intimidate men? And I was like, what? Like, what do you mean? I was <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you mean? And then he was like, oh, no, but you know, sometimes like guys will feel like a certain way, like if they come and then a woman acts like you, whatever. And I was like, I asked him a question. I was like, if somebody is insecure within themselves, like there's nothing nobody can do to change that. So if a guy has an insecurity problem, it's not even about like the woman he's going for, but that's like a him problem. And I think that a lot of times, because his answer was, yeah, but don't you think that it's your job to like boost him? Like no. you have to help him. Like marriage Absolutely is about helping. Absolutely not. Right? <laughs> you got, you, you niggas are looking for Bob the Builder. It ain't, it ain't us. Yeah, I was like, don't you think not. it's your job? Like, you should be softer and, like, boost him. Like, maybe you can help him. And I was like, no, like, there's nothing I can do about how he feels about himself, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just, like, just looking at these things. Like, a lot of, I've had instances where a lot of guys just, a lot of guys told me, like, oh, I can't come talk to you because you're intimidating or you're this and you're that. Mind you, I am 5'3", and I am very soft-spoken. But anyway... I get a lot of that in my life, even my boss and so many other things like, oh, you're so intimidating. And I'm like, there's nothing I can do about that. But I can get someone who's confident enough in himself to like carry whatever I have. Right. And it doesn't mean that if I have a bad character or something is bad about myself, I'm just going to be like, oh, I'm a tough woman. So you got to handle it. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying it's all about just having the ability to like, I'm the way I am for a reason. Right. Like, this intimidating thing. I don't walk around in the morning and be like, oh, I'm going to look intimidating. Maybe there's something about me that does that. And there's something that is attached to my life that does that, that caused that. Right. So my thing now is just like, I guess like T said, just looking at character. One of the biggest turnoffs for me when a guy comes to me is somebody who wants to play tough guy with me. I hate it. I what does that look like? What does that mean? I don't get it. I meet a lot of men who will come, well, I don't know if we can call them men, but I meet a lot of guys who will come in my life and they will try to show me that, you know, I'm the man, you know, like they will try hard to like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, what do they do? They're like, no, I, I'll open the door. And no, not even that. It's just like, in terms of like 
trying to like either impress me with their money yeah. or I don't know, just extra macho stuff. And I'm just like, ew, that's not attractive. It's on the so other unoriginal. hand, it's, so it's disgusting. But on the other hand, if I have a guy who's like comes at me super sweet, super soft, you know, like who actually pursues, who's actually nice, has a good character, he's not trying to show me anything. I even had a, I don't know if that's too much information. Let's say a long time ago, very, very long time ago, I had a guy like come to me and like at the time he didn't have a job, right? And then he was straight with me. He was like, yo, like right now I'm in this situation. This is what's happening, but I'm working on this, this, well, anyway, he just told me that. And that was way better than somebody who was going to come and like throw their money at me. So yeah. I guess go back to like what he was saying about like, just looking at your character, your consistency, like who you are, and stuff like that. So, I mean, if he's intimidated, that's not a you problem. Like yeah. get that out of your head. You don't have to like, I don't know, change whatever you want, but. I think I will say like on the, on the intimidating front, like I've been on both ends of this I mean, I, un- I understand both perspectives, let me say. Like, I-, I definitely think that I can be an intimidating woman because I don't hang my head low and I walk with my shoulders high. And I got what it takes. So I move like I got what it takes. And I feel like we <laughs> applaud men for being confident and cocky even. And, yeah. you know, Kanye West is like, oh, 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 he can say whatever he wants, but let somebody, you know what I mean? Like we, mm. we kind of like, we like that stuff from men, but for women, we don't. And if a woman has money or she has whatever and blah, 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 or she's not insecure, then it's like, oh, 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 she thinks she's this. She thinks she's that, blah, 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 blah. But that's your personal business, right? That's what I say. However, because there's also a generation of women that I'm seeing that like my age group that are also making things not, I don't think we also fully understand how we're coming across. There's the difference between being intimidating because you're successful and you know the value that which you bring to which you bring and you just don't want to be played. So you're, you know what I mean? It's like when you go into a business meeting, you're not going to be like, oh, my God, thank yeah. you for having me here. No, you're going to be like, hello, everybody. Welcome to the meeting. Today we're going to be, you know what I mean? Like you're going to talk with confidence. And sometimes that can be intimidating. Between There's a difference between that and you're just frowning your face. <laughs> Anybody wants to talk to you, you're squeezing your hand. If you want to hang out with me, you want to hang, you're going to hang out with me and my friends. Head ass. <laughs> that... <laughs> That is not cute. I said, listen, if you know that you are not so easily approachable by face, you need to be keeping that into the side. Let me tell you, let me tell you right now, because a lot of women, like my mother growing up, she told me, Kosi, smile. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, you smile. Like, when I walk into a room and I am, quote unquote, intimidating, it's not because I'm, I'm frowning and I'm whatever, whatever. I'm smiling. I'm saying hi to everybody. Like, that's the intimidating thing. It's like, oh, my God, this girl isn't shy. She's not afraid. She's not blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, you have a beautiful smile. Use it. You're a beautiful girl. Shine your teeth. Like, don't be so angry and you look angry. Like, I know so many women that just look angry. And we are even proud of it. Oh, resting bee face. Mm-hmm. I just have a resting. My dear, pray that that will not be a resting face. Pray oh. to God that he will change it. Like some of us have complicated things. Exactly. Okay. Well, maybe, but I I just feel like there there's a difference, right? Like I right, feel like yeah. 
some people feel like, oh, I'm intimidating. Men are intimidated by me. And they feel like it's because they're successful. No, it's not because you're successful because you frown all the time. Mm. And anytime a guy steps up to you to say hi, your first question is, what are your intentions? My dear, boy, <laughs> you better put that in somewhere. Like, do you know what I mean? So I think that there's a difference between those two and there's a fine line. Like, I don't think you, Esther, like you said, you're self-spoken. You're literally 5'3". <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I have never even heard you yell in my life. Like, you're not like, me and Teresa are like, Wah! you know what I mean? Like, okay. you're not, and I don't see you as someone that's always angry and blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, you're young. You have your career. So, like, you're not, you're not going to, I, when you start working full-time and you start paying bills, <laughs> I'm telling you, you waste less time. You don't have time mm-hmm. to just, go and hang out what are we hanging out for what is the hangout you know what I mean and that can be intimidating to small small boys but there are definitely some women that feel like they're in that category and they're not in that category you're in the category of you're squeezing your face you think that all men are dumb and you're just the smartest one you are unapproachable because you're unapproachable and you're proud of the fact that you're unapproachable you want a man to fight his way to you and okay well mm. <laughs> like <laughs> like what's that <laughs> then you'd be 47 and single and you'd be upset so i but a question i also wanted to ask the two of you is how do you know when if a man is intimidated by you because like i've dated a guy who in the beginning was so like i, I i've been lucky i will say in the sense that a lot of the people that I could have ended up with forever showed me their true colors early on before I fell in love with anybody. Mm-hmm. Right. That, that I've been lucky in that aspect. And I, and I think I'm very lucky to have the husband that I, that I have. Right. Like I, I don't, I don't know what I would do. <laughs> like I, I would be single cause I, I don't know what I would do. So, yeah. but in the dating, like when you're talking to someone and it seems like, okay, everything's going well. This person seems to be this. They seem to be that. They seem to be that. Like, is it that comment that you're like, uh, that's yeah. when you know? Like, is it, like, yeah. how do they, how yeah. oh, it's the comment, eh? <laughs> yeah. And then they try to, like, minimize you. Like, like for yeah. me, what happens with me is, like, I guess because my life is kind of out there. So they will, they will actively try to minimize me like say like I have I have like this is actually a real life example like I posted a, a YouTube video which I barely ever post but I posted a YouTube video a while ago and then some guy that was trying to talk to me like people were reposting it and everything and saying how much it blessed them it was on how to study the bible yeah they're saying it's blessed them people were buying the bible post buying the bible dictionary did that some guy who claimed he was interested in me tried to talk to me he came with like a whole list of things that like needed to be fixed and how like you shouldn't do and there were not like actual like points like okay like this is I'm trying to help you to like you know improve Um, you know and it's not like like it's different if someone tells you like okay like the video was too long or it was yeah like I I couldn't hear you you pointers Mm -hmm. but I told you like add your social media um, yeah things like this right and 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 you watch YouTube and you're also a content creator yeah now this guy is does not do YouTube does not Mm -hmm. do any sort of content creation is not out there and came to me with different things like oh like 
just nonsense. I can't even remember, but it was just like a whole list of things. And then the way he even came was like, yeah, I know everybody has given you your flowers, but here I'm the one, here I am to tell you what's, what's wrong with what you did. Like, shut the hell up. Oh, like, just stuff it. like that. Yeah. That and then like it. other little things, people will make little comments like, oh, like you need to not do this or you need to not, like you just hear them trying to like change you. You'll say something we have in conversation or you shouldn't do this. You need to not do this. They'll be trying to like tell yeah. you what to do, how yeah. to do it, what like, yeah. yeah. You yeah, knew where you were going, coming in for when exactly. you came to me. So you should have went and found the 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 shadow of a wife that you wanted. Hey! And been there with her. <laughs> Let's like, not get into that, please. No, but you don't need to, if, like, seriously, if you want a shadow, go and stand in the sun and look behind you and go and pick that person and make that person your wife. But don't see someone standing in front of you or with you in the sun and try to push them into the shadow. It doesn't make yeah, sense. I feel you. Yeah, no, it, it's that. literally that. It's the little, like, why are you trying to bring me to your level? Yeah. Like, the thing. The little like, comment. You found me here. Like, why are you trying to, like, change me? If you don't want yeah. me, nobody asked you. Yeah, and then sometimes it's also, I mean, I guess for me and my experience, it was just, like, always comparing himself to other guys that could be around me. It's like, oh, you know, like, this person seems to like you. If he likes you, I'll just back off. And it's like, okay. Yeah, back off. Thank you. Like, what? He does like me. Goodbye. Yeah, I've heard guys. It's just so annoying. They won't go for a girl that's too pretty because they know that so many guys are at her doorstep. And it's like, oh, so (laughs) so you know you're too ugly for her that kind of stuff just turns me off like for me like the most annoying thing is like when they're trying to like bring you to that level like you knew what like you knew like that thing annoys me so much but they'll say give you a new perspective like maybe there's stuff that you don't see and i'm looking at no like just don't it's okay it's actually okay yeah i think they'll always be like and then they like they also they 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 don't talk but they assume things in their head yeah, and they make yes. assumptions and then they go off that and their yes. assumptions come from places of insecurity so like if you don't talk to them for a bit then it's like oh who are you with or were you with or you're bi-? like shut up man like shut up man it's just yeah it's hard out here it's really hard like you say one thing and then oh you mean this and it's like no no i mean what i meant what i I said said. (laughs) (laughs) yeah i meant what i said is a tough one for for strong women it's so (laughs) annoying like for me that's one of the most big that one of my biggest pet peeves in life like just being like i i'm always so annoyed because i'm like yo guys are whack like and and I and I'm not even one of those girls who are like oh men are trash like I'm not a men are trash girl I like men whatever it's fine but like guys are so whack to me just because you see how insecure and like they are when they see a woman that is like doing something like literally if you're not if you're not sitting there waiting for their call or like super gassed to the point where like oh my gosh this guy is talking to me you like they're they're literally going to be why well, i guess not everybody but the I way they can be so insecure and so it's just so like oh seriously yeah. is there anything you guys will quote-unquote compromise on because like i'm thinking about like like i'm thinking about like chris and i right like there's certain is this still part of the podcast <laughs> 
No, yeah, it is. Okay. No, yeah, it is. Because I, I, I actually, I, I think that this is something that women need to hear. Because I know there's a lot of young women that are, like, I, I know a lot of, quote, like, successful women that have mm-hmm. compromised themselves in relationships and will just settle because, ugh, like, they just feel like, I'm never going to find a guy that's just going to accept me for everything that I am. Mm-hmm. And also, there are women that are also marrying these insecure men, you know what I mean? So, but at the same time, I feel like, like, in the beginning of my relationship with Chris, I think more specifically after we got married there were a lot of insecurities that came to light on both of our sides right and so of course with talking and communication and prayer blah blah blah, we've been able to work through our insecurities but I know that in the date like if we were dating and these insecurities came to light would we have broken up I don't know but it would have been tough it would have been like huh what you know that thing so it's like where do you draw the line on, okay, this is too much for me. This is too much for me. Like, I appreciate Chris for letting me always express myself. Like, I'm always able to express myself. And I think at this point, he knows me well enough to know that, like, what I'm saying is what I'm saying. Because before, obviously, because of his experiences and his biases, he felt like she's saying this, but actually she means that. And it's like, no. <laughs> no, I'm saying this and I actually, I mean this, yeah. right? But he had to really get to know me to know, okay, no, she is, what you see is what you get. Like, there's no, right? So, but that took time and trust on both of our ends, right? So in the dating world, like, is there accommodation? Because I also feel like it's tough. Like, if a guy or a girl just does something, oh, canceled, no, red flag, we're mm-hmm. out, blah, blah, blah. Like, so it's like, I think, are you allowing any red flags? Like, what is the, you know what I mean? Because you can't say, like, some people are going to be insecure about your, like, even, okay, like, T, like, even you and me, right? Like, we, I don't know if the listeners know this, but, we obviously were very good friends. We're best of friends. And then we had a, and like, we had a, what's it called? Like a separation. We didn't talk for like a year or so. And then obviously we're, we're friends again. Right. But even when we became friends again, like I was really weary about our, friend. <laughs> I was doing secret. I <laughs> sound like a secret. I was weary about our relationship being public quota, if that makes sense, because I didn't want it to be like, Oh, Kosi's friends with Teresa now because Teresa's popping, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I was like insecure about, I guess we can call it insecure. I was insecure about, I was insecure about being on the podcast. I was insecure about even letting people know we were talking because of the circumstances that caused us to stop talking. So I was like, honestly, like, it's like you and I know what it is. We have such a great time together. I, and our friends, like our mutual friends know, you know what I mean? Like, obviously you had come over and blah, blah. But it's like, uh, to like publicize this, it's like, uh, and then you and I also know there's drama because of our relationship. Like I've uh-huh. lost a friend. It's like, oh my God. Like I didn't want to have to deal with all of that. So uh-huh. that would be an example a loose example of like kind of an insecurity, but like, how would you, like what allowances are we giving these men to have insecurities? Because you can't like sassy and saved is a big thing and you know, it can even be a huge thing. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. it is a lot for a man, especially a young man. Like, you know, let's say you marry someone that's also 26 and you meet someone that's also 26 or 27. Like it is a lot for that, for that, a person that young to just take on, okay, I'm marrying this woman. She may be an international figure next year and I just have to be okay with it. But also I don't want to be Teresa's husband. (laughs) You know what I mean? I don't want to be, you know what I mean? So it is a lot. Like if he doesn't have his own established thing, which how many 27 year olds are doing that? You're probably looking at 35, 30, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. so how are we accommodating these men to like have the insecurities, but also grow Mm-hmm. because you 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 can't they're not we're not perfect so what right. where are we like allowing quote-unquote red flags to be like okay you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I think uh, I think this is what we talked about it earlier with some of the questions for two things for me like um so two things that I look at like I said before character and capacity so first of all one thing I look at in terms of that because I know that you know, Sassy Save, it's it's not that big, but it's 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 yeah, one thing I do appreciate is the man that is able to like communicate that. And I know that's not always easy because male and mm. ego and stuff. Mm-hmm. I know it's not easy to just say that, okay, what you're doing is a lot for me. I know, I get that. But I, I would rather you communicate like instead of trying to change me that is the thing that becomes a problem for me it's different if I can see that like okay because obviously we will all have insecurities I have insecurities if I can see that you're not totally okay with something but or if I can see that you're a little bit you know about something I even take the initiative to do my best to kind of like invite you in so like in my last thing with that person I would even like I know what I'm gonna do already God tells me mm-hmm. but I would even go to him and be like mm-hmm. hey so this is what do you this think about this thinking. what do yeah. you think about this do you have any ideas for me like I can see and then that was when because at the beginning he was really like but then that was when he started to like soften up get about mm-hmm. the idea then he would be sending me things on Instagram mm-hmm. like he got into the empowering whole thing. you he yeah made, yeah he made a whole like five year ten year plan about the things so I was like aha uh-huh. like I got you like I'll even mm-hmm. do that so there's that but then there's the point where you're like literally trying to change me or make me stop or like don't do this do this do that nigga <laughs> bye mm. yeah <laughs> bye <laughs> like literally you're not gonna tell me not to do this or I can't do this or I can't do this so it's I think that is how I sort of accommodated if I can see it I would appreciate if you can say it, but not everybody's like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, but if I can see that, you know, it's a little hard for you, I will really try to be there to try to include you to make it seem like, okay, you know, to even try to show you how, because at the end of the day, if we get married, I'm submitting this to you. Yes, it's mm-hmm. my vision, but I'm I'm still submitting it to you. So to it's, you. it's our, it's our thing. It's so our I thing would definitely now. bring you in and, and, and let you do all that thing. But like, it's at the point where you're trying to like, discredit or like turn me put me off of it like I had a guy who was like oh don't be serious about the trying to push me into like a career field and and do this which a career is more is important like I'm not I'm not saying you can't have a career but Uh like he was trying to pretty much say like drop that and have a career no (laughs) 
no, I'm not. This gonna is do my that. career. Yeah, <laughs> like it's no. <laughs> I'm gonna work a job, yes, and the job I'm going to work is going to be part to put into what I'm doing as well as you I'm know doing. what yeah. I'm doing. But like, this is my purpose. Like I'm not going exactly. to stop it yeah, forever to go and work as a whatever you want and then come and sit down and have your baby. It's not gonna happen. Sorry. Yeah. Like, so yeah. that for me is how I I sort of yeah. And then the second thing that you said, which is I think is also important, is like. <sighs> Like you said, like in your marriage, you're a lot of things. And when it came up, maybe in dating, it wouldn't have been so, you know. But I think one key thing you said in this episode is like, love is when you're willing to sacrifice without tested. spending. Yeah. And it's tested. And like, you can sacrifice yourself without expecting anything in return. So you can sort of see a person's posture to your dreams, a person's yeah. posture to your aspirations, a person's posture to your vision and and what they are willing to sacrifice to make sure that you are the best you. And that's what doing life mm. with someone is. Like, mm-hmm. like I, listen, I don't know how to say it, but like but when you're able to literally sacrifice yourself mm-hmm. to see that other person fulfill what they want to do like you're sacrificing and that's not always sacrificing like feelings or 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 money like even like your comfort sometimes it costs that comes at the cost of your comfort just to support the person to do what they want to do so that their dream will be pursued so that their dream will be fulfilled so that their burden so that their purpose is fulfilled sometimes it comes with having to die to self which is part of what marriage is and relationship is to die to self and say hey i don't want to do this but i'm going to do it just so i can get you to where you need to go so so things like that is what i like look at uh esther any 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 words i mean i i pretty much agree with the communication part like if you're feeling that way you should communicate it to me i have two examples that i can give you so the first one i think i mentioned it when we're talking the first one was someone who was interested in me but at the time he was that the person was not working and so he expressed that oh you know i'm not working i can't like do this and this for you I don't know if I did the right thing, but at least I know that, for example, sometimes he wanted to take me out to like nice places. My Esther mind was like, oh, I'm not going to put him in that position because I know his situation. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so I would be understanding, you know, I wouldn't be like, mm-hmm. oh, you need to take me to this place. You know what I mean? Like, I'm mm-hmm. not going to do that to put you in. I'm going to com- uh, accommodate you because I know, for example, it's a season. And I understand how like a man who doesn't work, like how he can feel insecure about himself or even a woman, mm-hmm. whatever. So mm-hmm. that I'm able to understand. But then and he communicated it to me. So I didn't have a problem with that. But then you have another situation with someone who um is great he's doing great in his life and whatever but instead of maybe expressing what he really wants to say maybe the person will be more so like I don't know it's kind of how am I gonna say this maybe the person will just be like oh um if I share like something like a vision that I have or whatever it'll be like yeah but like you know, like this God thing is a little too much or like God doesn't have to be in everything that you do or that you need to like do it this way, this way, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, why are you? And in his head, he's trying to like do something good, but he doesn't understand that he's derailing me from what I'm supposed to like be doing or what mm-hmm. I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not mm-hmm. strong, I can start feeling insecure about like the vision God gave me. Or I can even start mm-hmm. feeling insecure about like my plans and my visions and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's just like in that sense of like, but why are you saying that? Or why are you doing that? And just, yeah, just 
communicated properly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, but I think like the key, the, the the like the common denominator here is like they literally tried to change you. Like, yeah, yeah. it's not even like it's 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 like don't do this. <laughs> it's yeah. not even like oh a suggestion or like they try to under the guise of I'm helping you or I'm giving you a different perspective. Yeah. Literally try to like take you away from what you were doing, exactly. and that is never like that is not why relationship is brought into your life. God will not send you someone to take you away from what He already had you doing. Like, do you, do you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if, if if the person is taking you away from what he already has you doing, and I, and I, I have, I, I always say, like, God literally takes us through seasons before we get to the fact that's worship, works, words, and then that's with Adam was the woman. He took him through the season of worship with, it was just him walking with Adam in the garden and then words where he was talking to him, you know, developing his character, whatever works where he made him name the animals and he gave him something to work. And then he brought the woman, which was the helper for the work, which is, I believe the four seasons that usually God will take you through before you meet someone. And, and, and so there will be some sort of, of assignment for you that you're working on mm-hmm. whether it's on a large scale or a small scale you will know okay maybe these are my spiritual giftings or I know my purpose or no this is where I'm headed in life and then mm-hmm. he will bring you someone that is comparable to help you to walk with you to achieve that so like mm-hmm. if the person is literally taking you away like if I know in my yeah. mind in my heart that sassy and saved is what I'm here to do this is my assignment this is what God has has given me to do by God's grace I've been able to even discover it early and mm-hmm. I've seen the doors and everything that is like, this is like, I am sassy and saved in and out. That is my, that I, I breathe sassy and saved. When you hear yeah. of me in years to come, it's not going to be because I was, I don't know, working at, at, I don't know, somewhere in a company, it's going to be, Oh, the sassy and saved girl. Like mm-hmm. that's, everybody's going to know that. Oh, she started as like, it's like, it's just obvious. That is like my thing. So, how are you not going to come into my life and try to be derailing me off that mm-hmm. same and think that you're my person? It does not make sense. Like, you mm-hmm. know, so mm-hmm. if a person is trying to t- change you and take you away and I, and I guess that's why everyone says you need to know yourself and know your purpose before you get into relationship. So yeah. you know what fits and what doesn't. Yeah. So if you're coming to me, trying to derail me from what my assignment and what God has, has commissioned me to do because you're insecure, my friend. That's very huge. Um, One thing that I literally, I thank God every single day, at least when I remember, and I try to thank my husband as often as I can too as well, is that he lets me shine. Yeah. Um, Like I am 120 billion thousand percent know that I would not be where I am today without my husband. Like, he has literally made me better. He ha- mm-hmm. like I am indeed stepping on the floor of what used to be my ceiling. Like yeah, for sure I am. And even all the things that we've accomplished, we're we're almost hitting two years, which is insane. I feel like we're just newlyweds. But even the things that we've accomplished in the almost two years that we've been married, I can't. I, I have not accomplished even two percent of it in my twenty five years of life. So yeah. I am so grateful for like we're we're creating something together right now and it's really my thing and he is completely letting me run it you know what I mean like he's Mm -hmm. not there's no insecurity there's no he's literally my support system 
And yeah. I think I also support him. Like we're literally right now, we're building his his studio. Like in front of me, it's his microphone and his little like uh, shock shock absorber filter things, whatever. And it, it costs money to get all these things together, right? But it's like I want him to be like my my husband has a talent of singing like no other. Like I can't, I I don't have it, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And I want him to write the songs that God wants it. I want him to spread the message and 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 sing and create, right? And I think that above all, God wants us to express. Above all, to express. So you don't want to come into someone's life and stop them from expressing what God has created them to express. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm very grateful for the fact that even we were talking, I think yesterday or a couple of days ago, like my husband doesn't, uh, he, he cooks here and there. He doesn't like cooking because you do the bachelor, you know, bachelor life, all the women are cooking for you, blah, blah, Nigerian, cool. And lately it's been like, okay, listen, between school, working full time and like creating content and all this stuff on the side, Mina Avdat, I cannot mm-hmm. like... I usually am someone like I'll take a weekend and I'll cook for six hours straight and I'll make like four meals and they'll last us, you know, whatever. But it's like, I don't, I don't have the energy. I don't have the strength. I don't have the time. I can't do it. So, but also I don't, I can't cook every day. Right. So you're going to need to be cooking for the two of us. And I know that that's not what, like we, we have arranged our chores. Like I don't like doing dishes. He doesn't like cooking. So I'll cook and he'll do dishes. It's like, it's, it's a great arrangement. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he hates cleaning the bathroom. I love cleaning the bathroom. He doesn't really, like he'll do the laundry. Like we've arranged our chores accordingly and it's great. Right. But in this season of my life, I just have so much more on my plate to, you know what I mean? And I'm seeing him literally giving up his comfort for me. Like it's not yeah. comfortable for him to cook. He doesn't want to do it. He doesn't like doing it by himself at least. Like he'd at least want me there, right? But I'm seeing him even trying and even like stretching himself. And I'm seeing that love be tested. And it's literally the perfect example of like, he's what does he gain out of it? Like food? Like what is he, yeah. he can order himself a burger and be good. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he can, like we can just live off of snacks, but I'm seeing him like inconveniencing himself and checking up like, okay, if we, if we order like hello fresh, you know, like <laughs> the meals come all packaged and you just put it on the fire, then you cook it, blah, blah. Right. And it's just so amazing to see like, wow, thank you, Jesus. You really have sent me somebody to make me the best version of myself. And I'm also helping making him the best version of himself. And we're willing to sacrifice whatever it takes for that other person to reach that goal. Right. Like, and I think the same thing should happen in, in our friendships, right? Like Mm. Esther, like even you and I, like we, we joined this podcast. I don't think it's our comfort zone to like, you know what I mean? Like Teresa is, you already have um, like a reputation. You're the girl that breaks the word. I remember being so nervous, like, Oh my God, they're going to say, and truly they did say, we're not saying. (laughs) Yeah. Truly, they said when I saved that I said, Oh my god, Teresa breaks down the world because that's her gift, that's the gift that God has given her, and He's given Esther and I different gifts. But it doesn't mean you know what I mean, but we are willing to sacrifice whatever it is to help push this. Like, listen, it's the three of us on Sassy and Save, but T, you're Sassy and Save, like, what? Like, it's the three of us on the podcast, but baby girl, it's your vision, like, come on, (laughs) right? So we're willing to put aside our own feelings of 
feeling like, oh, I, I'm not as eloquent or I ramble or I this or I that because I want to push my friend forward. You know what I mean? And it's the same thing like Esther, I've already seen you. Like you, you went from, when I met Esther, every day, everything was close friends. <laughs> music close friends that's true that's true friends, everything yeah. everything close friends we say ha baby girl you're not the people we do esther's diaries hashtag diaries <laughs> and then she has a whole blog out you know yeah. what i mean like you can just see the growth you can see when you surround yourself in relationship and it's like if any of you were guys and I was single, I would marry you because mm-hmm. we were already friends. We've already built a relationship and I can already see that we're already willing to do whatever it takes to make ourselves better. And it leads all back to the same thing. You know what I mean? Like surround yourself. This literally, I know we say iron sharpens iron and we love to say it. Oh my God, we love to say it. But literally though, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like every single one of us have sacrificed something for the other. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I didn't know Esther starting the podcast. I was like, oh, my God, it's going to be work. I already know Teresa. Like, ugh, like, I may not want to inconvenience myself to knowing somebody and yeah. be so vulnerable with somebody. You know what I mean? Like, right. when the when before we start recording, we have, like, therapy sessions. Like, we go in, we talk about our feelings in the group chat, like, everything, right? Like, yeah. you, you, I was nervous about, like, oh, is she going to understand me? Is she going to think this? Is she going to think that? But it doesn't matter because yeah. the greater picture. So you put aside your feelings, you put aside your inconveniences because you will not die. It's not kill you. And it's not going to change me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you put us, and I'm not going to lose. So you put aside all of those things that are quite temporary for the greater good. That's permanent. And now we're creating something where young women are able to come to us. We are able to bring something to the table that young women are able to listen to and get empowered and inspire themselves and work towards the goal that God has set out for them. Right. Through our inconveniences. It's hard recording these podcasts. Like look at us trying to find the time uh, schedule. This one is sleeping. Esther has six meetings a day. Like I didn't you know, like we're busy and then to edit it you think editing is easy you think we just record and we just post online no you gotta edit it you gotta go through you gotta da, 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 and then we have to discuss our topic for next week when are we gonna meet all this stuff right we're we're inconveniencing ourselves for the greater good and but it's an inconvenience it's not like you're just dying you know and that's love so yeah that's 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 a lot that Thank you Bye. guys for listening. <laughs> every day, every day, every day. Come on. Freedom. Okay. All right. Yeah. Bye. Bye, Bye. y'all. Hey, it's Teresa, and you have been listening to the Sassy and Saved podcast. You can keep up with us on Instagram at Sassy and Saved Pod. And if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. And last but not least, if it blessed you, don't be greedy. Make sure you share it with a friend. Until next time, sassy and safe, baby.